Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Planet Pumas podcast. As always, I am your host, Migs. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the upcoming fixture against Cruz Azul. And then we're also going to talk about a little bit about um, some of the stuff that I've missed while I, I haven't uploaded an episode. That being the game against Juarez, um, the game against uh, Tigres, and then the game against um, Toluca. We're just going to touch on those a little brief. Uh, just briefly, excuse me. Uh, so the game against Santos is this weekend, and <clears throat> excuse me, it's tomorrow. It's in Torreon, and I'm not sure how this is gonna go. It seems like it's a per, it's a pretty even match against against these two teams. Uh, they are, I'd say, in a slightly better form. Uh, they have two wins in their last five ma- matches, whereas we only have one win in our last five. Um, so <clears throat> it's evenly matched. I think that maybe Santos might take it just a little bit, um, just because they're at home. I think they're just in slightly better form than we are, but realistically we could come away with a draw, maybe even a win, but the chances of winning in this game, I don't know. I don't really fancy your chances, uh, just because of the recent form. It's been very hot and cold with us lately. Uh, I think in the game against Toluca, we showed glimpses of what we can be. <clears throat> and then against Juarez, we showed exactly you know how bipolar we can be. <clears throat> I was looking at I think it's a, an account on Twitter called Stat Kicks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they posted something where I think I don't remember the exact details, but I think if if Pumas were to convert as many chances as, as they're creating, they would be second in the table. <clears throat> and um, our shooting, as you all know, is what's really bringing us down. We can't seem to. To, to find the back of the net very often we are in a pretty good position here we're in seventh place not too bad um we really want to get into the top six so that we don't have to pay play that extra game <clears throat> and qualify directly but we're not in a bad spot i think a win here would definitely cement some momentum not only would you be winning as a visitor uh, but she would be coming off of a victory against tigres which was a very hot fought battle um, and i felt like we played really well that game you could start to build some momentum off of that and go into some of these um, other games and and with a serious opportunity to um, to win to not to win I'm sorry but to to win against a lot some of those teams that you've got coming up now as far as manager to manager goes I they've faced each other uh repeto i think that's how you say the name and mohamed have faced each other uh one on one occasion i believe and mohamed has won that uh, encounter so we've got that on our side as well not too bad <clears throat> but yeah i mean it's an even it's an even match it could go really either way here i don't know exactly who's gonna win here i feel like um like they're gonna like they might beat us but again, it could go to us if, if we play our cards right and if we are smart about this. So the lineup against um, Santos, I'll share that with you briefly here. Um, I really just want a little bit more or less of a repeat maybe of what we saw against Tigres. <clears throat> and you guys got to give me a second here to get this pulled up here. Um, I do want to see a little bit of what we saw against Tigres there. Um, and I think that game against Tigres was a really good game. I felt like we created a lot of chances, and and we and honestly, we should have probably won a little bit more there, but um, but we didn't. <clears throat> and they pulled one back there at the end too, which was not ideal. You know that that's unfortunate that that happened. I was getting a little nervous there for a second as well. 
But um, but essentially, what I'd like to see in goal um, as Julio Gonzalez, I'd like to see that Lisandro and Nathan uh, center back pairing. Mm. Monroy and, and Pablo Benevendo, it seems like when they both play uh, uh, as fullbacks, they play relatively well. I felt that uh, Monroy played good, um, and I felt like Pablo Benevendo also played well. Um, I'd really like to see um, Jose Caicedo, but not only that, but um, paired up with Lopez, is, if possible. That's our uh, s- signing uh, for the summer. We signed him from Querétaro, 21 years old. He was a former Youth Academy um, player for the club. He left the club, um, but he's doing pretty well. He's 21 years old. He's young. I think this could be the missing piece to that pairing with Caicedo. Um, I don't know if he'll be up up and ready for that. I mean, he's got the, the fitness, of course, but... I don't know if he's going to have enough time to be able to communicate and get a good vibe with his um, with the team around him. I don't know if he'll fit in. Maybe he's lacking the chemistry with the rest of the team. But if he's fit, I would say just put him in there. Um, Ulises Rivas played last time. He's okay um, going forward. It's just I think Caicedo needs a lot more help defensively than what Ulises Rivas offers. So I think we could find that balance with Lopez. So, yeah, I'd like to see them there. I don't know. Is, is, is Cesar Huerta with the Mexican national team? He can't be, right? I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I don't remember. <clears throat> I would say I would start him again. Really, we don't really have anybody else in that position. Even if we wanted to rest him or, or play somebody else, who are we going to play? We don't have that many options. <clears throat> but I would like to see Cesar Huerta, who got called up to the national team. I am so ecstatic for him. I'm so happy. And this is going to sound a little petty, but I'm glad that he got called up before Alan Mosso. The whole point of Alan Mosso going to Chivas was so that he could get that call up to the national team. He hasn't gotten that call up yet, but our boy Cesar Huerta got that call up. What now, boy? <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd like to see Cesar Huerta off that left-hand side. I think the Toto Salvio is injured, so I don't know if they're gonna start Tabo. Tabo is a uh, is a signing that isn't very promising. If I'm gonna be honest, he's been awful at Cruz Azul, and the Cruz Azul fans were so happy to get rid of him. And I've seen what he can do, and it's not looking good. I think his best version was in Puebla. I think he played well there. But when he got to Cruz Azul, I think it might be a mixture thing. I think he had a bit of uh, injury, and I don't think he was always played in position where he felt comfortable. But I'm not really expecting much from him. So if Toto Salvio isn't available, I don't really know who we'd play. I guess we could play Gustavo Del Prete off to that right-hand side. Um, or maybe even Carlos Gutierrez as well. But... <clears throat> that that that's gonna be a dilemma. I don't know if he's injured. I don't think he is. I heard that he might be, but if he's fit, he should play there. Or maybe they might play Tabo there. I don't know. That would be another option, I guess. And then I think I'd like to see a little bit more of that striker partnership with um Gabriel Fernandez and Juan Dineno. I think they both played relatively well and they both scored goals in the last game. <coughs> Excuse me. Um El Toro, Fernandez, he's the type of player that can make plays himself and finish them off himself. Um, Dineno's more of an 18-yard, um, you know, more of that poacher type of striker. Um, but I think the two, if they keep playing and they and they understand each other well, keep playing them on that as the striker p- partnership and um, keep Del Prete on the bench and keep that man far away from the starting lineup. But yeah, that's my starting 11. 
for the upcoming game. Um, at best, I, I think, I hope that we win. I, I will always hope and, and, and have hope and think that at some point, you know, deep down in my heart, I will always think that we can win. But realistically speaking, taking off the Pumas jersey, I don't think that this is a game that we could win. I think maybe I think we should be. I think maybe even a draw might be something that we should take away from this. There's a chance. I'm hoping for for a win, but I'm realistically expecting maybe a draw, possibly a loss. So yeah, but hopefully I'm proven wrong, and hopefully we play really well and we absolutely smash it. <clears throat> so on to some extra news. As I briefly mentioned, um, Tabo and Lopez are both signings. Um, there was a transfer saga drama with uh, Montiel, I think is his name, uh, the, the, a young player from Mazatlan, uh, had everything um, done, basically. All he needed to do was to come to Mexico City and sign at the airport at the 11th hour. He got a call from his team letting them know that he was not going to be a Pumas player. He had to go back to Mazatlan, and funny enough, he was sent off in the, his next match that he played. I mean, that's really unfortunate. Um, if we ha- would have gotten him, I think we would have solved the issue that we were having with ha- not having depth in the wings and not having depth in, in center in the center of the park, because um, he can play both of those positions relatively well. Unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be. He let he wasn't he's not a Pumas player, and now we've got two new players. Two players who know the league very well, who won't need a whole lot of time to adapt. So hopefully that'll be a plus. But yeah, those two signings, Tavo and then Lopez, um, there are um, summer signings. The, 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 the team's closed. No chance for anybody else to come in. Little chance for other exiting players. Unless it's a big money offer, I don't really see anybody leaving. And um, that's good for us because, as you all know, Cruz Azul has been sniffing around our striker Juan Dineno, who is uh, just who actually just turned 29 a few days ago, and he's only five goals away from entering in the top 10 goal scorers in the club's history. That's amazing, and he's only been here for three years. Crazy, but yeah, Cruz Azul has been slipping around, and um, thankfully now that's all done and dusted for now. Anyway, um, hopefully he's very happy here. I think with his goal with his goal celebration against Tigres, he let everyone know that he's happy here and he wants to stay here. Saying something was not without actually saying anything, <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, those are our two summer signings, um, and then congratulations, you know, to Dineno for turning twenty nine, still being here, and being so close to being a historic player for the club. So yeah, that's really uplifting news, and I'm glad that he's staying, and I'm glad that he's happy. He might he gets a lot of hate, in my opinion, um, but <clears throat> really, his his goal scoring record is really nothing to laugh about. I mean, in three in three years, he's gotten so close to being in the top ten uh, strikers of our history i mean that's nothing to laugh at and i get that he can go through droughts where he's not scoring anything but i think he also doesn't get the service that he needs to be able to be as prolific as he could but some people may have differing opinions and i you know that's respectable obviously um but yeah i'm so thankful i really like this i really like this um, player and i know oftentimes there's so many times where we ask fans ask for a player that stays at the club for a really long time and cements his legacy um and i think we might have that with Tineno now and i now now some people want to get rid of him but i mean this is the player that that we've been looking for i mean he i think he fits the mold of of, of the club ideals and what it means to be um from Pumas, he's got a lot of grit, a lot of determination, and a lot of fight in him, and, and I think that his personality fits in well with what we like to see as fans. He can be a little abrasive, maybe on the pitch when he's, um, you know, demanding more from his 
from his teammates. But I think all in all, I think he just really wants to win. <clears throat> and it's not like it's something that they take to heart. Because if you look at the club social media, from what I can see, they all seem to get along relatively well. Um, there seems to be a mutual respect between all the players. So I think that it's just in the heat of the moment thing. And, um, you know, it is what it is. But oh well some people will hate him some people will love him and then some people really won't have much of an opinion but i definitely love him hopefully he stays for a really long time and even if possible maybe wins a few championships here and retires here that'd be great um but anyway moving on <clears throat> uh, let's talk a little bit about the game against Tigres. the game against Tigres was uh, a really good surprise to me because i i gotta be honest with you guys i was not expecting much after being absolutely destroyed by juarez uh the game before so I was really pleasantly surprised, but at the same time, um, I don't know if I, it should have come as such a big surprise because in the press conference, the post press conference um, against Juarez after the Juarez game, I mean, um, Turco, I think he sent out a pretty strong message to the team, um, and uh, I think he basically, in essence, said, you know, you either shape up or we're not going to get out of this. Something needs to change, and you guys need to start responding. Um, and I think he's done that once before, but I think it's it, it really resonated this time and they really caught on. And I think it was just a really good game overall from just about everybody, really. I mean, you had El Chino, um, you know, being El Chino, doing Chino things, being an absolute menace on that left-hand side and terrorizing the defense, even winning the penalty. Um, you know, you had the defense on point that Licha and Nathan they are two captains without the armband. I think Brian Salas from Analysis Puma said it best. You have two captains who don't wear the armband in defense. They are fucking authority figures. I mean, Nathan is not scared to shout at his, at his, at his um, team members. He's not scared to tell Benevendo to, to mark this guy to do this, to do that. He shouts. He screams. He, he, he gets pumped up. And when um, and Chino Huerta wanted to take the penalty, but Tineno told him that he wanted it. Eventually, Chino gave it to him. You know, Nathan didn't look too happy with it. He came up and he said some things. But he's not the type of guy to get scared or be easily intimidated. And I think it's the same with Licha. Maybe just a little more pat, maybe not as aggressive. But I think he's also got a lot of leadership qualities in him. So it's really nice to see these two play well um and 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 understand each other very well i'm bummed out honestly that palermo isn't playing as much and he probably won't be paying as much because you know we paid a lot of money for these two center backs and i just don't see an an instance where he's playing alongside these people especially because of the back five the back three lineup doesn't always work with us and i don't really see him playing in midfield he might get a chance in midfield but I really don't see that happening. But, you know, it's whatever. If it's the, for the better of the team, you know, I'm for it. Um, yeah, they they both of them played really well. I really liked it. Pablo Monroy played really well as well. Um, I, I really liked him. I think the only player that I really didn't feel did that well was Ulises Rivas. I, I think Lopez coming in to help the team is going to be really great for us. And hopefully we can find that perfect midfield pairing. <clears throat> but, yeah, overall, good game. Um, and then the game against uh, Juarez, I don't really want to talk a whole lot about it. It was just awful. It was just terrible. We got destroyed. There's not much to say about it. It was awful. But anyway, some more extra news for you guys. Um, I, I almost forgot. Jose Caicedo got called up to the under-23, I believe, um, Colombia squad. So that's really good for him. I'm really happy for him. 
it's really great that he's getting the recognition that he deserves. Um, it's it's I'm I'm so happy. And then um, El Chino Huerta is in danger of um, missing a, a game or two, I think, because he's got like five red um, yellow cards, and I think after a certain amount, they make you miss the next game. So he needs to be on his best behavior. But it's really weird because you're walking on thin ice the whole entire tournament, so they don't reset like they used to. I'm pretty sure now if you get if you if you reach the limit, which I think is maybe a little more than five, if not five, <clears throat> you're done. You know, you, you miss the next game. And it doesn't go away after three games. It doesn't go away after two games. You got to worry about the whole tournament, I'm pretty sure. And then, you know, what do we do? You know, like, our, our <laughs> we can't miss this guy. I mean, he's our best left winger. Honestly, he's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of potential. And I think... You know at where he's at right now. He he is a lot better than Jorge Rubalcaba without being too disrespectful to him. Um, I think Chino Huerta is probably not too long from now before he goes to Europe too, and that's great to see as well. <clears throat> but yeah, so happy for him. But really worried about the um the the yellow card suspension. He's really he's he's a very passionate person, and um that sometimes leads to some altercations on the pitch. But yeah, hopefully he smashes it on his debut well i don't know if it's the debut but on his mexican call-up because uh he has been asking for this for so long and before he was just missing that um extra oomph you know that that end product now he's got it now he's showing exactly what he can do he's terrorizing the league i think he's probably the best the best left winger the best left mexican winger in the league right now he's that good i think he's that good and if you've got players like antuna alvarado with all due respect to them you know chino huerta has to be in that call up as well he just has to and hopefully we can get some more players out to the national team too hopefully we'll see pablo Bene- not pablo benevendo but pablo monroy but i mean benevendo would be nice too i'm not saying no but yeah that's pretty much it um that, that that's it for me for this episode really hoping for a win this time around um so that we can get some good momentum going and we can get some more points for us so that we can qualify without having to play an extra game that would be really good for us and then who knows what uh, what'll happen after that but yeah that's all i've got for you guys thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast um you can rate the podcast on spotify or on apple podcasts you can also feel free to um, follow the podcast on Twitter, planet underscore Pumas. But that's been it for me, guys. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace out.